Welcome to Food in That with David and Joda. All right, welcome back. Hello. We are a weekend late. Yeah. But, you know, better late than never. Yeah, apologies to people that were expecting a, an episode to come out on Friday and were thoroughly disappointed. Yeah, we, uh, you know, just schedules life in general. Um, just the way it is, really. Yeah. I'm sure everybody can relate to that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, how was your how was your three weeks? It's technically been three weeks since we recorded last. Yeah, it's been all right. I've been to a few foodie places, which is you know all I want in life. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Where was the you went the one that you sent me? The was it bonsai? Bonsai sushi, yeah. Or oh, what was the one with the dumplings that you had? And you said it was just banging. The dumplings. The one you and you and Andy went to. Yeah, that was Bonsai. Was that Bonsai? So we went to a comedy gig at the Y Theatre on Sunday because it's the Leicester, well, it was just the Leicester Comedy Festival. Um, and we try and get in a lot of comedy where we can because our lives are miserable. So we uh, <laughs> have been to a few shows recently, which has been really nice. Um, and we ended up going to Bonsai after. And let me tell you, if you've had Yo Sushi or Petrol Station Sushi or Tesco's Meal Deal Sushi... You need to have a word with yourself and get to like an authentic place where they they make real sushi there and then. Like you don't so get any good. fresher. It's so so good. They have the salt. Is it salt and pepper chili soft shell crab? Is that it's, what you had when you yeah. guys went? And it's like deep fried soft shell crab, and then they've got that quite spicy with the bird's eye Thai chilies yeah. over the top. You know, oh, it was so good, so so good, Meg had um i think she had sushi as well it uh, is so good it's just so fresh yeah when me and andy went we ordered i mean there's no point me going through the entire menu's worth of sushi rolls but we had one that was i think it was like a tempura prawn um crab stick and it had a lot of like leaves inside which you don't i don't really see that very often when you have sushi rolls yeah um, and it had like loads of like packed in crispy lettuce and then the top was really thinly sliced, really ripe avocado. Ooh, and then yes. um, I think it's flying fish row. Flying so, fish row. So it must be like, quite light then. Yeah, so like eggs, fish eggs mm. on the top. And the texture of them is just something I've never, <clears throat> excuse me. Never Have you ever had roe before? I think I've tried caviar years and years and years ago, but I've not had this stuff before and just right. the texture of it popping like I seek them out you know when it's all gone I'm like looking on the little trail like, is there any more of them tiny little beads I even <laughs> the little orange beads yeah, yeah. <laughs> and after we'd been there I had a look online and you can buy them in little tubs yeah. and I'm like hmm what else can I put these on oh yeah on, on um, toast crackers just yeah. crackers they're amazing so good is there a is there something that you struggle with because obviously sushi and a good portion of that sort of region of food is raw. Do you struggle at all with like raw, like your steak? Do you have your steak quite? So good? if I have steak, I would never order steak out because I can't see what it looks like. I've got a very, very specific about how my food looks. Uh -huh. And so if it, if I don't know how much fat or whatever it's got on it, I'm a bit like, oh, I don't know. don't know if I want that. Oh, so, gamble. Yeah. So if I have steak, I'll buy it from a shop and then I know exactly what I'm getting. And I will generally have it like medium closer to rare, not medium to well. Okay. So yeah. I like a bit of juice, you know, where your chips yeah, yeah, get yeah. nice and bloody. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a bit of me. Right. Okay. So How you're do not you like steak. 
I I basically just right after it's mood. So you just threaten it. You just show it the barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're you just, like, look, this is what you could have. Blow with a hairdryer and put it on the plate. That's they call it blue, don't they? Blue, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. And my, my parents absolutely despise it. They're just like, what's the point? Why would you? I mean, they don't eat steak like well done, but they're more like you where it's like, you know, a bit of pink, but not. I have accidentally undercooked steak for my liking before and the texture was a bit too like I felt like I was just eating muscle. It's very chewy. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like that yeah. at all. I like it. So there's many I like, like that texture. I seek it out. Oh. I like that in um you ever have have you ever just like hand mashed like smoked salmon? That, you're not even putting it on cracker, you're just eating smoked salmon. It's like that. I've a got that's of uh, one of them textures where I'll either be like, "Oh yeah, give me that now," or I'm like, Bleh. "Oh my god!" I went. Um, it was just after Christmas, and all the places had their reduced section, like Christmassy stuff, and everybody does smoked salmon for yeah. Christmas, and they sell you those whole things <laughs> of smoked salmon. I bought one for myself, <laughs> and I was just eating. That was what I ate for lunch. Was just. A thing of smoked salmon. I didn't have bread. I didn't have crackers. I just ate a whole thing of just smoked that salmon. Texture, though, oh, it was so all good. The time. Oh, it was delicious. Oh no, it's amazing. Although I'm sure I've basically given myself mercury poisoning. Yeah, you got but... like nine thousand worms just yeah yeah through your body. Oh my god, <clears throat> fish and worms. Sorry, you've just touched on so. so when I lived in Biloxi and I was working for the. Um, Air Force, shout out, uh, oh, I can't remember what the squadron number is. Um, yeah, shout out, uh, Keys Air Force Base, uh, Jacob, Emily, if they're listening, Ashley, you guys are fantastic. Miss you. Um, the, I did loads of fishing. Yeah. And I, because we worked on the water and you would catch these, they're called black drum. These huge fish, like the size of Terry. (laughs) (laughs) I've definitely not just paused and edited out. (laughs) <laughs> where I may have slipped up, but these giant fish, and the problem is they're bottom feeders. Oh. And they have on the inside of their mouth, like, so you know what you're like, what would you call wisdom teeth? You yeah. know what those look like? It's like those, but grouped together like the size of your hand on the roof of their mouth. Ew. So it's just like, like cow's a teeth. flat surface, it's but it's not, it's not like a row. It's like a plate of teeth. And so they use that because they just, <laughs> Jody is recoiling. I feel like I'm back away from this story. <laughs> but they use it because they eat things like barnacles off of things. So they have to be able to just mash it. Mm. And um, they, uh, because they're bottom feeders and you get these huge fish at that size, they're called breeding size. Cause that's pretty much all they do at that point yeah. is just make other fish. And um, I, when I caught my first big one, it's kind of like a rite of passage where you're like, you know, now you have to eat it because it's like it's your first proper big, big fish. And so I went to go fillet it and everything. And from like the rear dorsal fin back, the meat looked like somebody had just pushed like white Tic Tacs into it. So all these little white, like rounded ended things. And they were... um like worms, parasites. Yeah. And you can, if you cook the meat properly, they won't harm you. You could eat that, but why would you? Well, yeah, you've already seen I, it. You couldn't not. Like, so you just, I just no. sliced the tail off and then filleted the rest of it and kept it. But, um. So it had bum worms. Why were they all at the back? Uh, because they tend to move up the fish in one way. You can get, I got quite lucky because they were all towards the end, but you can get, 
sometimes I've caught fish where I've gone to clean it and it's just riddled with them. Oh, and what a waste. Just, then you just, yeah. Well, no, you save a fish like that. You save it for crabbing. Basically, keep the skeleton, let it rot, and then you drop it down in a cat and a net in the crabs. Oh, okay. Just, that's why we used to, the year after Katrina, um, we went crabbing and we caught like seven seven dozen crab it was something like 72 crabs um in a span of like five or six hours but it was because katrina had destroyed all the commercial fishing pots and the crabs were so much bigger supposedly because of all the dead bodies that had washed out to sea that's what they were feeding on but i i don't i don't have any scientific horror film but yeah sorry that was a whole tangent i just remember so yeah we do like smoked salmon yes (laughs) Yeah, so smokes him and the fish that doesn't have little worms in it. Did I? I sent you a, was it a picture or a video or something the other day of, is it beef tartare? Oh, um, yeah, beef tartare. That's the rare chunks of beef. Yeah, it's and like you... minced right up tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know if I could do Ooh, that. And then, that and then they good. put a raw egg yolk on top. Like, do you just want salmonella for the rest of your life? You're just basically, you want all the protein but raw. But it's like ceviche. Have you ever had ceviche? Where you take... You cook fish with acid, but it's not like okay. you're not cracking open like a battery or anything. You just take fish and you marinate it in like lemon juice. Yes, I've done that with prawns. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's ceviche, and then it's prawn. like a it's like sushi for for beginners. Yeah, you know, it's so just. I think rigged. I did like prawn, lime juice, chili, and coriander, a bit of garlic, Ooh. something along those lines, and just left it. So good. And it, yeah, because I don't really like warm prawns. Warm prawns. Yeah. Say prawns. Like prawns. 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 (laughs) Prawns. They're prawns. Prawns. Warm prawns. Oh, it's so nice to laugh properly. I've had a bad chest, so that was a that was one of my. And you didn't cough. No, I didn't cough. Hooray for science! Jody's just (laughs) recently realised that she's been basically operating on like forty percent lung capacity for like the last month and a half. Yeah. And she's gone to the doctor. And even the doctor was like, "Yeah." Or how have you been doing this? Yeah, she said, "I can't believe how long you've been putting up with this." Yeah, and now Jody feels like you've basically. I was saying you've basically been strength training, like athletes yeah. who go to high altitudes to run where they can't breathe. That's you've just unintentionally been preparing yourself for. Yeah. You could go do like a tough mutter now, or yeah. like a marathon. I mean, I wouldn't. You wouldn't know well, because could. you have to be crazy to do those things. So yeah, but, it's uh, nice to actually be able to go. <laughs> but yeah, raw warm prawns. But have you ever had a poke bowl? No, I haven't. So good. I mean, I don't. I like a tempura prawn. <coughs> Excuse me now. After but like, one. like if you have prawns and you were to fry them up and do them in like linguine or something like that. So I think it's when it's cooked prawns that are then added to a dish and heated. So I feel like they go really Rubbery. chewy and yeah. Yeah, yeah, not enjoyable. If I was cooking like like a laksa or something like that, like a, a prawn yeah. laksa or pr- anything with prawns in, I can cook them from raw. To then cooked, mm. but if it was to add cooked prawns to something, I'd, I'd just be like, nah, I'd rather not have any of that. Right. 
Warm prawns. That almost feels like a vocal exercise. Warm prawns. Yeah, because it sounds so weird when you say Warm prawns. Warm prawns. (laughs) Is that what that sounds like? When I do an impression of you, I feel like I have to do a really stern face. Warm prawns. Yeah, my eyebrows. It sounds like some sort of vocal warning for a bank. Okay. Warm prawns. Warm prawns. (laughs) Intruder. (laughs) Ring doorbell just going, warm prawns. You hit somebody breaks in and your Alexa just starts going, warm prawns. They've said the code. He's a sleeper. It's to confuse the robber. If yeah, you yeah. heard someone's American accent warm shout. Pr- that alarm just say warm prawns. Ah, put your hands up. <laughs> Damn it, he got me with the prawns. No, but that, have you ever had scallops? I had them um, when I was much younger. Me and my mom had them just really on a whim. And I don't think we knew what we were doing. But then... Um, a re- <laughs> you try and put them in your nose? <laughs> just a line of scallops. I have no idea how to eat these things. But I then just... a couple of years ago, I think it was around Christmas, you know how like M&S and, and Morrison's and things like that have like the... It's like a scallop shell with scallops in like a, like a really nice creamy sauce and then breadcrumbs on the top. And you sort of grill them uh, for a few minutes. Yes, yes. We've yes, had yes. them and they were really nice. Also, it's not my favourite place in the world, but pesto... Um, yeah, I've been the there. Tapas place. Yep, yeah. They do a really nice, like, seafood, like, baked with scallops and bits and bobs like that. And they're really nice. I've never, as an adult, made them myself. I don't know whether I just find, like, it's a lot of money for very little yeah. meat. They, they do taste good, but it's one of those things. It's sort of like prawns. If you overcook them, they become really rubbery. Yeah. And then it's, like you said, they're they're quite expensive for what they are. So then if you've just ruined... Like, you know, 30 quid's worth of scallops. And then it's like, well, what the, what's the point? Yeah. You know, now I'm just chewing on tiny tires. Yeah. But yeah, scallops. Also, I had, when I went to Hot Pot uh, quite a few weeks ago with I'm my so friends. jealous. Okay, we have to talk about Hot Pot after this. <laughs> the, the guy brought over some food. Um, and there's obviously like the raw stuff. And then he brought over what I assume were just defrosting crab sticks. And I was like, what the hell are we going to do with that? Do you put them in there? And we had them, put them into the hot pot. And they're really, really good. I love crab sticks. I do. And For there those is of you nothing who don't crab know, about them, is there? They are, um, my dad will know them as artificial crab meat. It's that. It's imitation that crab. Imitation crab. That's a very good way to put it. It's that sort of bright red and white crab meat where you're like wow that looks good and then you look at the price and you realize well that's surely yeah. not real it's like lobster's nostrils it's nothing yeah it's like really it's like a minced, nod minced cod penis and just like basically the off, off cuts yeah of you know puffer fish lips and just things that nobody wants and then it's they... funny though because you know in the uk if someone gets goes out in the sun for a little bit and they've not put sun cream on, and they've just burnt like one half of their arm. That you're like, like a, you look like a crab stick. You look like a crab stick. So I've just pulled up hot pot. So I'm certain a lot of you will know what hot pot is because you're listening to a food podcast. But if not, please explain, Joey. What is so hot, hot pot? pot? You you get a big big old pot um, that is hot. That is hot. Hey, that's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> And it's got, well, the one that we had had two sides to it. I know that you can have just one pot of yes. the same. So you yeah, like that a... one that you can see, it looks like a yin and yang type thing. And there's yeah. like a spicier, spicier side and then more of just like a, like a stock. With like um, yeah, broth, yeah. basically. Yeah. And then you are surrounded by raw rolls of very thinly sliced meat, veggies, 
bits and bobs like that. Yeah, noodles. And you just add them to this pot of boiling stock. And like the the beef, you could literally plop it in there for seconds. And it's cooked and it's delicious. It's juicy because it's it's cooked in the liquid. There's actually one up London Road in Leicester that me and Andy and you guys have definitely got to join us. It's all you can eat. And I'll grab you a photo of it while I'm chattering away. But I was just so so excited. It's just so fresh. Because you you mentioned this to me the other day. And I I had genuinely not a couple weeks earlier been looking for a hot pot place because I wanted to take Meg. Yeah. Because she's never been. And um, it's just so good. You get like, and the steak is sliced so thin. It's genuinely like sheets of paper. It's meat paper. Yeah. And then you kind of put it into the broth and it cooks, like you said, within seconds. Mm -hmm. And then you have that. And then they have, you have it with some dumplings or some bean sprouts. Oh, and it's so good. Um, The person that shared it on the stories, obviously the stories disappeared, but... um, I think they pay £25 each and you just keep order. I think you can order up to like three or four times. She was like, by the second time, you, you're full. Like, you can't. See, the one that the one that is kind of similar to Hot Pot is, um, I'm assuming you've been to Korean barbecue. Mm, that's opposite. There's one yeah. opposite where I went for the is Hot it? Pot. Yeah. So it's Flamingo Grill. Um, I've on, heard of that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's on High Cross Street or something like that, right in the centre of, of Leicester. Um, and you get like the grill, the open grill, they bring the hot coals and they put it underneath and then like they switch the extractor on and then you order a handful of items that you want. They also have a table where there's like bowls of chopped watermelon, orange slices, mm. um, different sauces and seasons. So there's like peanut sauce, chili oil, garlic, like whole cloves of garlic that have all been like hand chopped. It's not like a like a tub of garlic that they've sort of got. Um, See, and it's it's a very different sort of setup right off the bat because mm-hmm. you walk in and you sit down at your table, and if it's hot pot, you've got this pot and it's built into the table yeah. usually, and then they just sort of fill it with broth and then it, it automatically heats up and everything. Or the and they cool come one and is... top it up as well. They come and top up the broth as you're going. Oh, really? So obviously you're removing broth with every item that you take yeah. out of it, and they come along and they just top it back up again. Yeah, and then the Korean barbecue will be, you'll sit down at your table and there'll be like a charcoal grill built into the center of the table. And then you you put your meat on there. It's very similar. Raw meat, eggs, stuff like that. And you grill it right there. But I couldn't have felt more white if I tried when we went to the Korean barbecue because it, um, was it Korean or was it Chinese barbecue? Either or, <laughs> it was a barbecue of meat. Yeah. Um. The best kind. And the menu is not British as like the first language, uh, which yeah, is to me yes. an indicator of a, a good authentic. Absolutely. And the the people that were next to us, um, I think they were sort of looking at us as if to say they don't know what they're doing. And me being <laughs> me, I literally turned to them and went, can you help us order, please? <laughs> and so the woman was really kind and she was like explaining, like, don't be scared by the translations because I was seeing the word like beef cow eye. And I was like, you can get right out of town if you think I'm about to eat an eyeball. I'm not on, I'm a celebrity. I'm not doing a bush tucker trial. She was like, don't panic. 
that means ribeye. Yeah. So it's sliced ribeye. And I was like, ah, I can't. I love ribeye. Yeah. But there was like chicken feet, which I would probably swear that wouldn't be my sort of thing. So good chicken feet. Fried chicken feet. What do you get out of it? What are you eating? Just batter. It's no, no, no. It's basically, it's mostly cartilage, but it's like a very, it's a very particular. If you're the type of person. Ew, David. (laughs) If you're the type of person, when you finish your wings, you eat the cartilage at the end of the bone. You'd probably like chicken feet. You need to divorce this man. I, Meg, <laughs> what do you mean you, Meg? I'm the one who finishes your week. We've got Megan in the background just listening. She's the, the first time uh, she's getting like the raw edit yeah. of this conversation. She's and just piped up. I've, Ew. This is the second time now I've had to say I'm going to draw up some divorce papers because <laughs> it's so good. This guy's got problems. It's the, it's the texture of the crunchiness. It's almost like, oh, but there's toenails. Oh. Well, no, but there's, it's so deep fried. You can't. You, a soft shell crab, it's kind of like that. You're eating the shell. You're eating the shell. But <laughs> I peel mine. <laughs> uh, it's good, yeah. No, or it's chicken. like um, if you've ever had where they fry the entire fish and all the bones inside of it, and you just eat the whole thing. It's like eating fact, a crisp. I do like white bait. Yeah, white bait. Yes, exactly. Perfect mm. example. This isn't. This is just basically a seafood episode, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, And I'm yeah. not mad about I'm it. I'm not upset at that. Although I, my abiding memory at Whitebait was it was locked down and we were still living with Meg's parents. And Ryan and I went to the bull and I got like an entire terror's plate of Whitebait yeah. to myself and ate the entire thing Ooh. and then came home. And Catherine had just served dinner and was like, I, I couldn't be like, I've just ruined my dinner by eating a whole share of white plate. So I sat down and ate an entire portion of chili con carne, immediately went upstairs and threw all of it. Oh, no. <laughs> what a waste of white I know. Bait. <laughs> I was so mad. Because I couldn't be, she would have been so upset if I would have just been like, well, sorry, Catherine, I know you prepared this whole meal, but I've just stuffed myself with fish. So oh, I no. forced myself to also eat the chili con carne, and it just didn't work. Oh, no. It wasn't pleasant. I'm sad about but the white bait. While I was eating the white bait, it was glorious. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, because the bull used to do massive, massive baskets of oh. chicken wings as well. Did they? Oh, Dude. I do love chicken wings. I remember Ryan would have, oh. I think it was like 20 or 40 or something, obscene amount of chicken wings yeah. for nothing. Yeah. Like pennies. Yeah, they are good. Chicken wings, I, I think we've already discussed. Uh, yeah. You're not a fan of the faff included in here. Faff. Your... Bit of a faff. Bit of a faff. Yeah, I... give me a, a chicken thigh, boneless chicken thigh. Skin I'll keep because that's just flavour and texture. Mm. But I'm not bothered by a chicken wing. It just doesn't... I just I don't like to have to work that hard. Have you ever... Oh, this is going to be really... This is a low point for me on the podcast, but... Have you ever, when you've ever done like a super stew and you've had like, like a bone in chicken thigh or something like that in there, have you ever taken it out and realized because you've cooked the bone so much, you can almost just eat it? Like you could just eat the bone. Have you ever eaten the end of a, it's. I'm not doing this podcast anymore. (laughs) Jody's Jody's leaving. Like, um, okay. So the fancy way would be like bone marrow. Have yeah, you ever had bone no. marrow? It's so good. I don't it's want to have. Bone oh marrow. no! You have to grilled bone marrow. No, they take like a cow leg bone, cut it in half, and you've basically got this like bone canoe full of this delicious bone marrow. You do it on the grill, and it's just—it's great. It's so fatty. Bone canoe. 
Beer name. That's, that's going to be in one of them sexy books. That's going to be the name. <laughs> one of those sexy books. Bone canoe. Sorry, we were just talking about uh, mom porn is what I call it, which is basically <laughs> smut or erotica, as they call it. Literotica. Literotica. Never say that again. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've thought of it. We were just making fun of all the weird ways that they say uh, the other person's genitals. Yeah. Basically. And Bone Canoe. We Bone Canoe. Ch- yeah, submitted. There you go, Megan. Next time you write a book. <laughs> yeah. Just use that. Bone, bone Canoe. Bone Canoe. Yuck. No. She blushed when she saw his Bone Canoe. <laughs> and then she vomited because it was Bone Marrow. No. <laughs> In her ham locker. <laughs> that was a, no, that was a reference to... Um, the Bloodhound Gang, which, by the way, David has never heard of. The American man has never... It's really bothered me. And so unnecessary. Everyone upset. I know knows that you now don't know. Yeah, I've been outed as this thing that I didn't... Re- the Bloodhound Gang. And actually, if you do know who the Bloodhound Gang is, please reach out to the Instagram page. Which, I, have we mentioned, by the way, we have an Instagram page now? I don't think we have. Now you've set that up, haven't you? Yeah, I, that was a completely organic segue. Um, but yeah, we have an Instagram page. We do, yes. Made an Instagram page. I think we did say it, but we I have, have the memory of the fish. Um, yeah, please let us know if you've heard of the Bloodhound Gang, because I have never heard of them or any of their music, but it's, it reminds me a lot of like, um, is it, who is it? Flight of the Concords? They do no like, way! They do like sort of parody music, but oh, it's... Oh yeah, but it's not, oh my goodness gracious, you could never get away with the Bloodhound Gang's lyrics. Oh yeah, yeah, they are a bit... Flight of the Concords is a little bit more like, beep boop 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 Excuse me, sorry, I just, um... I've I've already eaten three quarters of that jar of pickled cockles that you gave me. Have you? Earlier today. I got some pickled cockles to repay the smoked oyster favour. Yes, and I've nearly finished the jar and I was given it Did you have a like sip? three hours ago. Oh, yeah. You, you have, have to sip the sip. pickle juice. Yeah. So it's delicious. Um, yeah. What were we saying? The Instagram page. The Instagram page. We have an Instagram page. I've already been mentioned in Maldon Salts. <laughs> My friends are going to really laugh Dory. at that. <laughs> I love Maldon Salt. I need a little dab, actually, because... Please sponsor us. I don't get what... I don't understand what the big deal is. So, so I, I mean, it's salt, but it's like flake salt. Okay. So, they're very big, thin flakes of salt. And you put them, like I showed you earlier, a salt pot. Oh, yeah. David very kindly bought me a salt pot round when uh, we were coming over here. But yeah. I already have one. But they're great because you, what you showed me in there were Himalayan salt crystals. Yeah. But these aren't crystals. These are flakes. So you pick them up and as you rub your fingers together, they just disintegrate into little salt flakes. So, you know, like when you look at like salted caramel fudge or whatever and those little white snowflake looking things, that's flake salt. Jody's throat just made the Jody's, strangest sound. I was like trying to control it. Jody's body responded to my question without <laughs> her having to do anything. So, like when you go to the pub and you have big chunky pub chips and the the big flakes of salt. I mean, I can see where you're coming from. It's just personally for me and a couple of friends. We chuckle about that specific brand for an unrelated reason. Um, other brands are available. Yes, other salt is available. Other salt is available, probably literally anywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not your table salt, your crystallized table salt. Right. It's very fancy. Okay. But I find in it, it's incredibly unnecessary, and don't do it unless you have a healthy cholesterol already. Piece of crusty bread, some butter, some cracked black pre- pepper, and then some flake salt on top. It will beat 
any starter slash appetizer you could ever get. See, at Christmas time, we buy the Cornish salted. I already know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. And you get the chunks of salt in there. And you can see, you know, when you swipe with the knife, if you look like in a certain light, you can see the salt crystal sort of melting, you know, from the moisture in the air. Um, so oh. but we only get that at Christmas because I would literally be 99% butter <laughs> like if you could if you chop my arm oh. and squeeze it it would <laughs> just be just... Oh, Jody Marrow spe- <laughs> Jody butter <laughs> that, speaking of butter have you I have recently gone down the rabbit hole that is uh, what would you call it custom butter where people make like you can make anything into like a basically flavored butter Hmm. so i watched one earlier which was a fermented garlic and honey that was fermented or fermented garlic and chilies that were fermented in honey right so you take like a jar uh finely chop a load of chilies finely chop a load of garlic and then literally fill the rest of the jar up with honey and then you let it sit and the chilies and the garlic will ferment in the honey and then the honey goes real it's no longer um viscous it's really thin okay and then you drizzle it over things and it's so good but then they took that blended it with like softened butter Mm. and you had like a honey chili garlic butter and it's so good but there's a whole world of like flavored butter people make actually here i'll show you people make flavored butter into every there's a guy who has a youtube channel dedicated to it i have had a go at making my own butter once what like with a churn no just with a jar and it like when it's so satisfying once it starts separating you end up with the buttermilk and then like the solid yeah here we go mustard butter lemon and chive butter red wine butter garlic and herb butter that's the one everybody's heard of maple butter pumpkin (laughs) spice butter the maple butter I have tried recently, I think it was when I was at the um, uh, the 50s American Diner. Um, it is good. Maple. Ooh. That was, I think that came on like the pancake or the waffle or something like that. I'd never had it before. Ooh, miso butter. Yes, that's a really good one. Miso butter. Looks like peanut butter. Mm. But um, yeah. And then you, you roll it up and then that way, whenever you need to use it, you can slice it into yeah. little medallions. Yeah, when you're making butter, you have to be like handling with like, quite cold hands and yeah making sure that you um so i i did um homemade garlic bread last night with the pizza i was telling you mm-hmm. about and i sort of did that where i took pestle and mortar ground up some garlic finely chopped basil mashed that to bits and then mix it in with the melted butter and then roll it back up into uh cling film and then put it in the freezer to harden Ooh. you slice it into medallions and then i got like a reduced section baguette Put the little medallions in between the slices and then put it in the oven. It's delicious. Let's talk about the pizza thing. Because I've been doing the method that you told me about for a very long time. I didn't know. Well, I did know, but I'd never had a go. Look at that. It rhymes. Um, We went over to uh, George and Holly's. Holly and George's. Um, And they... We usually go over there like once a month and we'll stay the night and have food and drinks and stuff like that. And um, they did pizzas one night, and mm-hmm. George was like, check out this this pizza. Di- oh, God, it th- you made that. Yeah. That looks fantastic. Yeah. Is that balsamic glaze? Yeah. Wow. So it's rocket. She's a fancy bitch. Yeah. Rocket. Oh, prosciutto. Yeah. Bit of balsamic yes. glaze. Yeah. So it, it's pizza dough that is genuinely two ingredients. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used 0% fat plain Greek yogurt and... 
flour mm-hmm. and in a bowl. I I didn't even measure. Yeah. I just I dumped about three quarters of the tub of Megan's got a background, phone background has vibes. just gone off. You're banned from the recording studio slash living room. I need to clean Warwick's teeth. Oh my god. Uh, Anyways. Break, break for dog brushing. Break for dog brushing. Um, yes. A little pinch of salt as well. Did you use your Waldorf salt or whatever it's called? Waldorf it called? salt. I didn't actually. What's the name of the salt? Maldon. Maldon. It's a UK salt company. Um, which, if you think about it, that's got to be one of the easiest ways. You just—it's just salt water. Mm. You're just acquiring. I was—I would assume you could use seawater, and then you just. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the process is probably a bit more complicated, but. Um, yeah. Make your own next time. To, next time you go to the seaside. Next time. Get a jar of water from the sea. So I saw somebody mention this where you could do that, but I think the amount of calcium in seawater is really high there's like loads of other minerals in there that you have to worry about ingesting so don't just go to the seaside and dry out your own water although (laughs) i did i saw a post the other day where somebody goes if you're short for time uh and you want to be able to do your spaghetti or your rice very quickly boil the water ahead of the time and then put it in bags and put it in the freezer so that way, like meal prepping boiled water. God. <laughs> like, <laughs> can you imagine? That's so stupid. Pull out a bag of boiling water. Oh, yeah. I think I've got some boiled water actually in the freezer. Just yeah. grab that. <laughs> can you just grab a bag of boiled water? <laughs> That's so dumb. Oh, man. But I did for a second. For a split second, I was like, what? What? No, you can't. No. <laughs> I was like, I did. I did have a moment where I was like, Wow! No, that's not. No, that's not. That doesn't work. You can't do that. <laughs> oh my god! No. Uh, but no, I I need to. If anything, I need to get better at meal prepping. To be honest, I don't do you because you buy your meat in bulk. Don't yes, you? I do. She's a Costco lady. Mm-hmm. Another company that we would happily allow to sponsor. <laughs> we so what we do is I do little top up shops every week, every other week ish, because obviously Terry has packed lunches, so I have to make sure that there's always stuff stocked up for three days a week worth of pet lunches. Um, and then we'll do like a big Costco trip where probably every other month to two months, depending on what we've bought, and we'll just spend 100, 150 pounds-ish on like the the batch supplies. So like the meats, um, we buy big bags of mozzarella um, and separate them because he's a cheesy boy. Oh, yeah. Um, 5 kg of chicken thighs. <laughs> yeah. So I bought this this recent trip we bought chicken thighs um and pork belly. Mm. And then I separate yes. them into portions that are like suitable for the amount that we'd have in a in a dish and then I'll season them. I'll leave some plain because sometimes you never know what you fancy. Yeah. So you just yeah. get that plain bit out and just go with the flow. Um just go with the flow. Go with the flow. You just do like your own hello fresh. Yes. Basically. Yeah. But you've done HelloFresh. Yeah, we have done HelloFresh. Fans of HelloFresh. But they, they get you with the renewal, don't yeah. they? I had they an accidental you... <laughs> HelloFresh recently, um, but I wasn't mad about it because it reminded me of how easy it can be. And yes, long term, it's probably not very cost effective. We only buy it when it's on offer. So yeah. the one that I accidentally bought was still on offer. I didn't pay full price for it. Oh, okay. That's good. That would Because it is extortionate. Yeah. It's clearly... 
marketed at least at full price at people who work a lot and make enough money but don't have time to like oh i'm a i'm a ai designer for google and i work most of the time but i'm also on like 300,000 a year so <laughs> i'll just get hello fresh and it's not that big. the one thing i will say is like a little life hack is when we went to devon um the first time um when terry was two just after lockdown and restrictions had lifted a bit i was like we're staying at a place that is going to be stripped bare because of like infection control and all that sort oh, of stuff. Right, right. So because we stayed, it was just in a caravan and we booked it via the park. There was a small box which had one bin bag, a, a sponge and a little blob of washing up liquid, but there was nothing <laughs> else available to you in terms of like cooking equipment. It, there was like the utensils and the pots and pans and stuff, but there was, wasn't even salt. Yeah. So I was like, right, I'm going to buy a box of HelloFresh. It was either HelloFresh or Gusto, both very similar concept um and we bought the box to have it delivered the day before we went and then took it with us so it had every even down to like the five grams of right yeah like the dry herbs so we didn't have to go out and buy all these little things like a whole bottle of ketchup for weeks worth yeah everything yeah Yeah. so that was really useful so if you are going somewhere where you know that you're self-catering and you're not going to be a good idea to a shop. If you could have like a cooler, I bet they do quite well, like camping. Yeah. You take that with you. Yeah. Because you can pick the meals, can you? Yeah. So you pick them ahead of time if you don't forget. And then um, it's all like delivered like with the ice blocks and all things surrounding it. Yeah. So we've had ours delivered in the morning and I've not been at home to take the delivery. They leave it out the front or whatever place you want them to. And by the time I got home, because it was in like a, um insulated wool bag thing so it's like right. it's yeah re, um what's the word repurposed material so it's yeah. like not post consumer product yeah and it was yeah. still cold so can't grumble at that really shout out um what was oh here we go what is your sorry i i've just pivoted quite severely here <laughs> um i remembered that i had a list of questions that i wanted to ask Actually, this is your list of questions. So, um, what is your first experience of British festive cuisine? Do you remember the first time when you were like... I can remember, and Megan will probably be able to chip in on this as well. Christmas to me was always going for breakfast at my grandparents' house. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily the Christmas lunch itself, but breakfast. Because I didn't realise the Christmas breakfast that we were having, not everyone has that. like. I think it might have been even Andy was like, I'm just having a bacon sandwich. Like, it's, it's just nothing really. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you're having the big meal. But Christmas for us was going to my grandparents' house, pork pie, pickle, ham that's been cooked like the day or two before, fresh bread, butter. Just it's like a that buffet. Sort of, yeah, it's so like a yeah. breakfast buffet, but not breakfast food. No. <laughs> I remember eating tiny little cornichons on Christmas cornichons. Day. Pickled onions. My grandma would pickle her own onions and they yes, were so I've strong. Yes, I've heard they're Very famous. strong, yeah. yeah. Um, so that is like my first memories of Christmas food. And then right. as you like grow up, it sort of just develops to your own taste as you're a grown-up. What about you? Like when you came to the UK... Uh, you guys see the whole Christmas dinner, I feel like is quite important here, but like 
a roast dinner in general is almost like a staple because obviously you have Sunday roast yeah. and that's like a religion practically. Mm, but yeah, we practice all year for Christmas I, Day. I don't know if it's because we have Thanksgiving, so we kind of get it out of our system mm-hmm. a bit early. But um, I mean, during Christmas, we wouldn't back home. We never really did much in terms of food. We there were several years we ended up going to like a Chinese restaurant, <laughs> sort of like um, was it a Christmas story? You know where they go. She burns the turkey or whatever, and they end up going to a Chinese restaurant. Oh, I don't know. Have you not seen a Christmas story? No. The one where the kid gets his tongue stuck to the pole, and it's frozen to the pole, and he shoots his eye out with the Red Ryder BB gun. No. How the hell do you not? That's worse than me not knowing who the the Bloody Nose Gang or whatever they are. <laughs> Blood. Is it? Who is it again? Blood. Bloodhound. Bloodhound gang. Bloodhound gang. No, never. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, everybody who is American listening to this. I know the Muppets Christmas Carol. That's. We're just going to change the subject now. So the next, the next question is, you go out to dinner. What are your two top tier sides? Sides, cheesy garlic bread, absolutely, one hundred percent. Hit that was quick. Yeah, you immediately. That is. It's right there in my brain all the, t- all the time. Garlic cheesy garlic bread, bread lives mm-hmm. rent free in cheesy your mind. Cheesy garlic bread forever and ever and ever. Re- now, garlic bread as in a baguette, or garlic as in like you know they do the flat pizza like. Any bread. Any garlic butter, carbs, with cheese, cheese. Yeah. garlic butter. That's all it has. To I, be. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember the last don't time I went out for food that wasn't like obviously sushi or whatever. But got cheesy garlic bread on the side. So also, I think it also comes along with the fact that Terry will just annihilate that as well. So oh, we always know, no matter what, Terry's going to eat something. He'll have some of that. Um, but we generally have to fight over it because it's yeah, it's okay. everyone's favorite. So it's clearly a competition for second place. Then. Yeah. So, second, my second side, it depends where I'm eating. We'll say, uh, okay, uh, Indian. So, Obviously, they wouldn't do garlic um, bread probably at an Indian. Probably restaurant. a veg pakora. Veg pakora? Mm. See, it's like, a, less, like a less spicy onion bhaji. Yeah, okay, and then the other Asian, if you go to like an oriental place. <laughs> the other Asian. No, okay, hold on, I have to go on to a tangent here because... In the U.S., if you say, oh, I'd love some Asian food, you, almost everybody, from my experience, thinks you mean, like, Chinese, yeah. Korean, Japanese, something like that. Yeah. Oh, you want some Chinese food. Yeah. But over here, if you say, oh, yeah, so-and-so Asian, or, oh, let's go get some Asian food, mm. everybody assumes you mean Indian. Oh, okay. Which, which to be fair, you can't be wrong, because it's the largest Asian continent, you know. Yeah. India is part of Asia, so it makes sense, but... It just never, it never occurred to me that, like, when I would say, oh, I want some Asian food, they'd be like, well, there's an Indian. Oh, no. See, I would assume that you meant, like... Oriental. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, if I was having the other Asian food... The other Asian. <laughs> we keep a PC here over on Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Um, <clears throat> if I was having the other Asian food, I would have a side. Oh, my giddy gosh. I mean, it's got to be... I would think, surely spring rolls, right? See, yeah, me and Andy do have spring rolls because he loves spring rolls. And the ones that we've been recently having, if we've had a takeaway, are really good. They're like packed full. It's like, you can tell that it's just all the stuff that they've needed to get rid of the end bits of. Yeah. 
but they're so good and they're so full and just really, really nice. There's a, I, I feel like there's a disappointing lack of egg rolls in this country. What's an egg roll then? An egg roll. Okay, I'll have to show you, but an egg roll. I really don't like the sound of it. No, 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 no. It has nothing really. Has it got egg? No. Oh. Egg roll is like a big spring roll. I just roll. saw one of the suggested things. Egg roll in a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a kid's so they're, bowl. They're like big spring rolls, but they've been like deep fried. So they're like oh, crispy. American version. And then deep on, fried anything. On the inside is usually like chicken or sausage. Oh. And then cat. And yeah. So those are vegetable spring rolls. But yeah, you do egg rolls and you get like chicken egg roll, vegetable egg roll. But yeah, those are, and then you get like this sweet and sour sauce. Yeah, we always just we always get it with curry sauce if we have a takeaway because the sweet and sour just doesn't do it for me. Really? Mm. See, because it's I, just like vinegar. Pink I know, vinegar. but you need that like lightness to combat the heavy grease laden. Look, flop. mate, if I'm having a Chinese, I'm putting myself in a, <laughs> in a coma. <laughs> you sound like a builder. And this then, look, mate. Look, mate. Not if I'm having a book, if I'm having a takeaway. <laughs> My name's Jordan. I like a takeaway. <laughs> That's not even a bad impression, to be honest. I do love a takeaway. Um, just because I don't like wearing a bra. So I don't have to go out and just order food. Oh, all. right. I was like, <laughs> why do you... <laughs> I love a takeaway because it means I get to get my tits out. <laughs> That's how I pay. <laughs> um, I... <laughs> Yeah, I uh, would rather have the curry sauce, the heavy carbs of we so we'll have chips, rice, noodles, and then we'll have like maybe I don't know a beef and black bean sauce, and I always have kindo chicken, which is like deep fried chicken in like a spicy sweet sauce. Ooh, yes, it's making my mouth water now. <laughs> Andy, we're having a takeaway next weekend. <laughs> this is how he finds <laughs> yeah. it. Um, <coughs> so what are your top no. sides then? Mine's definitely gonna be um. Either chips and dip, because I can I can just go through chips and dip like so fast, or chicken wings. Oh yes, of course. Yeah, chicken wings. I just munch on the cartilage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I would um, have classed chips and dip as just a snack. I wouldn't have that as a side. I'd feel that's a waste what? of a side. You go to I do like nachos. This is a, a restaurant. No, no, no. Chips and dip. You go to there's a restaurant in the U.S. called On the Border. We used to go. They give you this giant bowl, and I mean giant bowl of chips and they were these they were honestly like almost the size of a pizza these crisps but they were they were super thin and they were tortilla chips and then you get this huge thing of salsa and this huge thing of cheese dip and you just go to t and i would i would okay i'd almost be full by the time our actual food came because i was so enamored with the chips and dip right it was delicious. hey um, so, so we went to zizi's yesterday for lunch and right. they do these it's just like a little complimentary bowl of nibbly stuff while you're waiting to order. Right. And it's pasta. So I think it's fusilli, the twisty one. Fusilli, yeah, yeah. So it's that, which I assume has been deep fried because it puffs up. Uh -huh. And then they put like a, it's like a harissa sugar. Really strange combination. Right. Even Terry was eating it yesterday. What? Yeah, Terry's a... Little beige boy? Yeah, he's a beige harissa? boy. And he was like leaning over to get them. Uh, and we were like, well, these are obviously very good because wow, you've Terry's Terry. chowing down. Then. <laughs> if Terry eats it, you leave a good review on Google. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the way you decide. Um, no, that... I mean, chips and dip or chicken wings is pretty much my go-to. But... We'll end with one more question, because this is a good one. This one I've actually, I'm quite curious to know. Okay. What sauce do you go through fastest in your home? 
Mayo. Mayo. I knew you were going to say mayo. I <laughs> Do knew. we look like someone that doesn't like mayo, don't no, we? I <laughs> mayo works on so many yeah. levels with so because many different things. Because you can create other sauces with mayo yes, as well. Pickle juice in mayo, simple sauce, goes well on anything. Salad, chicken, chips, Sweet in your mouth chili. by itself. Sweet chili in mayo. Sweet chili. Sweet chili in mayo. I didn't know that. Because mm -hmm. I would have thought sweet chili is typically what I would call almost like a clear sauce, mm. like honey. But then you mix it with the mayo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sweet chili mayo, sriracha mayo, obviously. Oh, classic. Yeah, classic. That's hot, any kind of hot sauce and yeah. mayo. Always you, fantastic it, on like loaded fries. If you want hot sauce, but you're feeling like a bit of a baby and you don't want to like burn your mouth, hot sauce and mayo. <laughs> we just pointed me. Um, uh, but yeah, or another simple one is like um, lemon pepper mayo. I did see you make some of that the other yeah, day. Yeah, lemon your, pepper one of your mayo. Reels on our Instagram page. A little bit of honey in there, and it's just <clears> ooh, <throat> it's really good. Put that on a steak sandwich with some rocket. See, I had an everything bagel from Costco the other day. Ah, right. Never had one before. It? it was good. A little bit sticky, like the outside of it's yeah. a little bit sticky, like it's almost got like a very small amount of honey or something. You'll now test positive for opioids. Ooh, yes, yes, I will. Yeah. Many, many a seed. Um, and I did a BLT, but instead of mayo, I used another Costco item, which was a jalapeno and lime aioli. Oh, that does sound good. And it's so jalapeno. the bottle, you forget how how wide the opening is on the bottle because it just goes floop out oh, of the bottle. Right. And you're like, whoa, well, I'm having a pint of this now. <laughs> oh my God. But jalapeno. that was really nice. Yeah, I could definitely. Um... I could definitely eat that. Oh, before I forget, the so previously you remember we talked about um uh fragua. Yeah. Fragua. Fragua. Um and how it's uh, morally not the most acceptable mm -hmm. food. I would like to give a shout out to Jacob, uh gentleman I used to work with the Air Force. He very kindly showed me that um although Back in the day, that was typically how it was made. Mm -hmm. I think we described how it made how it was made. I won't go through it again, but it's it's not pleasant for the animal. Um, but nowadays, it's not really done like that. Oh, so fragua is basically fatty uh, goose liver. Yeah, I think. Um, and so the reason, the way it kind of started was that goose bef geese before they have to fly south will gorge themselves okay. and just eat and eat and eat. And so their liver will be really fatty because they're going to fly south yeah. hundreds of miles. So they have to have all Still that energy. Up. Yeah. So what would happen was they would sometimes get these geese right before they were going to fly, but after they gorged themselves. Right. And so you would have gorged. a, yeah, you'd have a naturally fatty liver. But then lots of people started wanting it. So they started artificially fattening these right. geese. And so it's not real. I mean, there are still places that do that and, you know, it's not acceptable. But um, a lot of places now are only using their geese that have been allowed to naturally gorge themselves. Like free range. Yeah. They're basically geese that free are getting ready. Fatties. Yeah. They're getting ready to fly south and they gorge themselves naturally on a farm, you know, in a normal environment. And then um, before they fly south, they're obviously slaughtered. Okay, so they um, just ruin their holiday. Yeah, so they're like, they've just packed. They're ready yeah. to go. They've got their passport yeah. in their hand, and then their head is cut off. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so... For the sake of delicious. So thank you, Jacob, for showing us that. Um, one, Jacob. I did, uh, I did think all, 
all frogois was sort of like veal, where it's not a naturally mm. occurring thing, but apparently it is. What else is trousers? So that's quite interesting. Um, but What's yeah. your most consumed sauce? It's going to have to be like hot sauce, isn't it? Because you make um, your own as well, don't you? Yeah, it's probably hot sauce or mayo is definitely a close second. Because mm. um, I typically am the one who's eating all the hot sauce, but Meg... Meg likes mayo as well as I do. However, bit of a weird one. I don't know if you could even call this sauce. I go through a large amount of peanut butter. Um, just peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. If I want something sweet and I've already gone through my chocolate allocation for the week, mm. I will just mash a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Get my tall glass of cold milk to dip it in. Oh, not just this again. Mm, soggy white bread and peanut butter and jelly. It's... You're going to upset your wife. <laughs> it is. Talking about wet bread. You are grim. Oh, You're divorced. <laughs> this is this is the divorce podcast. Thanks for <laughs> joining us. Um Oh, we got to think of a name for this podcast. What was the thing that we said? Oh, uh, Bone Canoe. That's oh, what this podcast is great. called. Bone Canoe. Fantastic. His Bone Canoe. Anyways, uh, normal scheduled programming will return. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think we'll do one this Friday because we've just done this one yeah. and it'll be for this week. So next Friday, we will strive to do another recording. We surely will. Um, and it'll be a bit more structured. Um, we'll try to yeah. well we things never... have all little little bit upside down for this one yeah but i feel yeah. like we've covered everything we would want to yeah, talk yeah. about it was a, just a nice relaxed chat i literally jody genuinely i got off the bus after work jody picked me up and then we came here yeah. immediately and recorded so um didn't have much time to prepare but next time we will be back to it so uh thank you guys for listening and follow the instagram because we're not just talking about stuff with the podcast. We post lots of stuff that yeah, we Yeah, we post some of our own little meals and just recipes. Food-related bits and bobs that we're getting up to. Um, I have been... We've been followed by several restaurants in mm -hmm. the uh, Leicester area, Leicestershire area. So if you do want to follow, it's literally all one word, food in that. Yeah. No spaces or underscores. Or and we will probably at some point have mentioned or tagged it in our own posts on our personal Instagrams. Um, if you don't follow us on those or if you do follow us on those. So yeah, give it a look. If you're not interested, then, you know, you can happily just sod off. Yeah. If you do like just it, stick then it your ass. stick it so far up there like yeah. a bone canoe. Yeah. All right. We're going to end it there. Oh, high five.